The Monday Morning Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Esther of IPA Group, bringing premier online promotion to your business. And Melanie of Stump Social Media Training, who empowers business owners to manage social media and marketing for themselves. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. Today, we're talking about onboarding new clients. What does that even mean? Well, it really depends on how you plan to do it. Some people use um, sheets of paper. Other people use whiteboards. Other people use CRMs or customer relationship management tools. Like it's basically a database. Yeah. Um, some people do it online. People, you know, onboard clients online. Um, so like when you're signing up to an email list, that's onboarding a client. Um, when somebody buys something from your website and, you know, they put their address in, they put in their preferred delivery date and type of delivery, that's all onboarding a client. And every single step is ultimately needed. And it's down to you how you use that information. But I'll be really, really honest with you, Esther. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a formal onboarding process until 2020. And what changed? Well, aside from the obvious, um, well, yeah. I think it was because of the sheer workload. You know, previously, it, I just like a steady stream. Mm hmm. And I had time to manipulate the information, get further information. and But because I started getting busier and busier and busier, um, I needed to find ways to streamline this. And um, I needed to start looking at getting a virtual assistant to come in and help me. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I had to kind of look more objectively at what I was doing because I knew where to find the information, but my VA didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And it's true even if you're only going to be a one-man band and a single solopreneur Mm. you still need some sort of way to keep track of everything what did that person want me to work on what did that person pay me to work on and then yeah more importantly (laughs) if they come back and say oh can you also do this is this also included in you know in what we talked about then you you're not sitting there scratching your head you're going actually that's extra or actually Mm. yes that is included you know so you have to have all these things it is a good way to um like we use crms like hubspot and um things like that because on things like that you can actually put in how much a customer brings in how much they're they're worth what they're you know in monetary terms and how much it costs you to acquire them and how much it costs you to run their account or to you know in terms of software and things like that that you'd be using obviously depending on your business depends on what information you need to input into these things but i personally much prefer having an online or you know digital crm than a paper-based one for many reasons well one of them is sustainability yes Yes, that. And if you saw the state of my office, <laughs> you couldn't find. <laughs> You've just a piece moved. Of paper. How can it be in a mess already? For goodness <laughs> because sake. I've just moved. <laughs> Everything's sake. everywhere. But I know where all the little tiny bits of paper are. But if I were to send somebody else to find the bit of paper for that client, mm. they wouldn't be able to find it. You know. So having it online also means that you can share it with your team if you're growing, and it also means that everybody is on the same page with what information they're asking for. 
if you hire you a see, sales manager. You see, I, I query that a little because I do get obviously people contact me through online and then I also get people who call me um, by phone. And I actually find I can help people with more things by speaking to them because unwittingly, normally the first sentence they come out with is their full pain point. Mm. And, you know, oh, I've just set up a business. I'm, I'm in the process of sorting out my website and I know I've got to get my social media sorted out. And in that that sentence, I, I know immediately I can, con- I can pass on your details yeah. to them. Um, whereas when they go to your website, that all they see are the options that you offer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's if you remember to offer it. <laughs> or if you, you know? remember to update your um, website. And so, and then some people look a bit overwhelmed with the amount of information that you've taken down. They're like, oh, jeez, mm-hmm. I want to know where they, I heard of them and they want to know this and they want to know that. Whereas um, when people are unwittingly taking a telephone conversation, um, I find they're giving me a, a huge amount of data that I can work with. Yeah. No, it is. It, like you say, depending on where they come in. I suppose I could have the onboarding form electronically open in front of me yeah. um, whilst I'm taking a phone call and I can fill in the gaps myself. You could. You could because otherwise you're noting it down with pen and paper and then the next call comes in and the next one, you know, you don't get time to put it into the system. Mm. You know? But it really is important to have one, I think, because, uh, you know, you find out um, birthdays, you find out... Um, they're the general secretary of the local football club or and you're finding all this other information where where you could possibly especially as digital marketers and let's face it that's why everybody's here listening yeah um we can find other ways of helping people yes and cross-selling yeah cross-selling and referring to um other people that you collaborate with exactly um but yeah it is one of those things that a lot of people probably don't realize that they need to improve yeah you know they just think oh well you know i made a sale that's great i have this client now but now what do i do you know in in our case like because there's a number of people that work for us we have to have a, a system in place that we let other people know okay so this new client has come in please send an invoice with these information please you know set up um, their board on Trello, Asana, Infinity, whichever system that you use, um, so that all this information goes in there. Let the editor and the content creator know that this is the field that they work in and to investigate for these areas that they want. You know, other times it's just uh, go and, you know, make an image for the header of my Facebook page. That doesn't require as much onboarding as doing a full website rebrand. You know. I mean, so far we talked about services. I mean, what what do we need to collect for a uh, product based business? Do you think? Well, um, if you're if it's a physical product but technically digital, you know what I mean. If they can download yeah, it yeah. on their end, then just an email address and a name. Some people just go with first names. But um, it's funny, we were talking with a client the other day about this and said, you know, a lot of people are now just going with first names. He says, yes, but in my country, 
Maria is a very popular name. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> would be called Maria on the list. So I'd prefer to have first and second name. So um, it, culturally, you know, you might have to look at that aspect of it, but definitely name, email address, and uh, that could be it, or maybe location. Well, for the initial, for the yeah. initial. Yeah. For first contact, I think there has to be a baseline, yes. basics. Yeah. 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 Um, but then it depends on who your revenue stream is. Is it B2B or is it B2C? So if it's B2B, um, will you need to know a purchase order number, let's say? Mm-hmm. Or their VAT number. VAT number, yeah. Yeah. Do you need to know if they are the person, if that's the email address that you have to send the invoice to, or if it's a, if it's a different one? If do they want they're... it emailed to them directly, or do you have to download it? Because I have to do that for one agency I work with. Uh, they don't want um, invoices um, sent through my bullet system, mm-hmm. um, so I need to download it and send it to them via my own private, my own business email. So mm. just just okay. the way that their system blocks my. Um, my bullet system you see yeah so so knowing this sort of information from the get-go otherwise you know it could be a month and you've sent out all these invoices and then it comes to the end of the the month and nothing's happened yeah it could also be that they only pay invoices every 40 days or Mm. two months 90 days you know if it's a government um, agency it could be 90 days it could could Um, well be a lot of them are Yeah. So you have to figure all this out, um, get as much information as possible from the person, but don't be afraid to go back and ask, Mm. you know, there's times that we've emailed the person saying, here's the invoice and they come back to us and say, oh no, it should actually go to such and such a person. Mm. Or they've come back and said, could you actually print that off, post it in an envelope to the address because we prefer to have you know, or the the finance department is in a totally separate building and they know nothing about it. I've had that before as well, yeah. I mean, there's so many different things we need to know when we're all onboarding someone. And the assumption is, is that, well, knowing all this is is useful, but what happens if you're off sick? What happens if you want a day off? (laughs) What's that now? (laughs) You know, it's always handy to have this information available somewhere. Now, obviously, you still need to be security conscious. You still need yeah. to, um, you know, have two-factor authentication and, and, and that sort of stuff. But it's important that you get into a habit of creating this information because one of the first things I found really, really important is how did you hear of me? How did you find me? Was it Google search? Was it a social media post? Was it me speaking at an event mm-hmm. um, and you find out over time because you've asked your audience what has worked for you mm-hmm. such a basic question yeah yeah and another one that maybe a month down the line you could start asking them for reviews yeah but if you don't have this in your head or in a system an automated system that will remind you remember to ask for a review then time could go by <laughs> And you forget, mm. and then you're offboarding them at the end of the of the contract, and you never get the review, mm. you know. So yes, having it written down somewhere feasible, somewhere that is accessible to other people and not just in your head, is a good plan to start with. So, 
um, you can go and find out more about onboarding at Melanie's blog, um, stump.ie. And you can look for uh, why my Cleverly business... called why your business needs an onboarding form. There you go. <laughs> Does exactly what it says on the tin. That's it for today, guys. We'll be back next week with more Monday Morning Marketing. Until then, bye-bye. Bye, guys. I remember that time. <laughs> I thought you were going to ghost them again. <laughs> Don't keep ghosting people. Jeez. <laughs>